Hey, look out, Rangers. It's your host, Jacob Cyrus. And as always, thank you for listening, y'all. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It is October the 10th of 2020. What'd y'all think? I curled up in a little ball, went into hiding because my bracket looked so stupid. Before I switched to San Diego, let the record show, I did have Atlanta facing off the LA Dodgers. And I get it, no take backsies. I think I was... uh. I think I was on that hype train, man, for San Diego like a lot of others. Should have just went with my gut. But also, let me explain why I didn't record last night. Guys, I had family photos. Family comes first. It just went in the bag, man. I was at work. It was toward the end of the day, and I told Laura, I said, Baby, I want to get to bed early. You know, let's get these family photos knocked out, and let me go to bed. It's just one of them days. And she was like, that's cool, man. Just go to bed after you get done with these photos and, and we'll call it a day. We get done at around 7.30, 8 o'clock. And I'm thinking, okay, it's time to wind down. Nope. <sighs> One of them pop-up chores, yo. One of them pop-up chores where you got to get all the tools out. Had to hang up a bunch of stuff on the wall. And it ain't like thumbtacking posters like you were a teenager, man. You got to get the level out, your measurements right. It, I mean, it's a whole ordeal. And they don't get it, man. Women are dumb. Women are dumb. I'm just kidding. They are a little inconsiderate, though. Am I right? <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into it, guys. The L.A. Dodgers won 12-3 in Game 4 over the San Diego Padres. The Dodgers will now face the Atlanta Braves in the National League Championship Series, a best-of-seven, Monday, October 12th at 8 o'clock Eastern in Arlington, Texas, which means Globe Life Field, y'all. Speaking of life. There's going to be fans in the stands. All right? So get ready for that. And I know, I wanted San Diego to keep climbing, but really, those Dodgers, man, they just won me over. That level of tenacity, the overall command they had on the Padres, why else would I want any other team besides the best in the NLCS, or the World Series for that matter, you know what I mean? But let's go ahead and get into it, guys. The Dodgers catcher, Will Smith, made postseason history for the franchise as he is the only player to ever record five hits in a single postseason game and wear a Dodgers uni. This monumental display was after he went 0-for-11, y'all, throughout the postseason. So, not only did he get his redemption in the biggest way possible, he also attached three RBIs to those five hits in which the Dodgers racked up a total of 14 hits and nine walks. And when you put yourself on base that many times, your pitcher doesn't have to show out, man. He just got to show up. Hey, booby, you didn't lift. Come on, man. It's a guy-given talent. Only thing I got to do is show up. You remember that from Friday Night Lights? <laughs> anyway, the six-man crew, however, contributed to the victory with 10 Ks, six hits, and two earned runs. One run, however, was scored off a walk-in with the bases loaded. But Tatis Jr., he just couldn't cop the Grand Slam we were all anticipating. And I really don't want to go into the whole spiel on it. I kind of blame it on my El Nino top not coming in the mail in time for the series, but I'm still pumped to wear it. Honestly, it actually makes me want to nab some other gear from uh, around the park. You know, maybe even like go back and get some old school swag from my childhood favorites and stuff and really just like pimp out the area I got going on downstairs. But let's go ahead and move along and talk about those Yankees, y'all. They must have caught wind of my bone to pick. You remember that? The other night, my bone to pick. Because they kick-started their own heart for us in a Game 5 finale, but it just wasn't enough, and I think I know why. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. 
kind of sort of woke up. I mean, not in game four. He went over, but he did get a solo homer last night, which consequently was their only run. That dude was four for 30 this postseason, and that includes last night's game. Two of his four hits were home runs, another one being a two-run homer dating all the way back to the wild card series opener against Cleveland. So he's kind of like his coach's old teammate, Adam Dunn, back when they played for the Reds. You see, Coach Boone and Dunn played for Cincy back in the early 2000s together. And Dunn was like one of those guys, if he didn't go yard, he struck out. His nickname was uh, the Big Donkey, I think. Don't ask why. But speaking of, listen to this jackass rant on the postseason by Judge. I got a bone to pick, y'all. I ran across an interview by Scott Ortega of Associated Press with Aaron right before the Yanks headed to Cali. It was like September 25th or something, but let's go ahead and get into it. Quote, not a fan of the bubble. I'm not a fan of the whole setup. Like I said before, it doesn't really reward a team for going out and winning. There's really no home field advantage anymore. He later said, whoever's in first place can win as many games as they want. And they're only going to get in the whole playoffs the three games, the first three games of that little series at home, and that's it. Not a fan of that. And then to kind of be put into a bubble before the playoffs and during the whole thing, it just, I thought we kind of already been doing that this whole season. And then we're kind of getting taken away from our families to go do this. I'm just not a fan of it. So we'll see how it plays out, end quote. Does that sound like a winner to you? To me, that statement, it just kind of reflects perfectly of his performance he didn't even want to be there and it clearly showed we'll just see how it all plays out Ugh, that runs all over me man that sounds like a high school chick who's like asking who all is going to be at the party tonight and she's all like rolling her eyes when she hears the list and she's like fine we'll see how it goes but don't expect me to stay late bro this is a business this is a business, like Dion Primetime Sanders said in a PMT interview. It's going to go on with or without you, buddy, and guess what? It's an attitude like that as to why the Yankees won't be adding a banner to their collection this year. But guess who could be adding an AL- ALCS and possibly a World Series banner to theirs? Tampa Bay. I marked them as overrated, y'all, and I think boring at one point. And to be fair, they are a little boring. But that's because of their dynamite pitching staff. You ain't going to hear a lot of noise from the Rays because they're out here to win ball games, not impress anybody. Last night, the Rays capped the final division series of the postseason with a 2-1 win over the Yankees after Mike Brazo battled an 0-2 count to a 10-pitch full count. And on a roll to Chapman's 16th pitch in the bottom of the eighth, Brazo parked one just over the left field wall for the go-ahead lead, putting an incredible amount of pressure for New York in the top of the ninth where Diego Castillo, who has been outstanding throughout the year, caught Parmesan Carlo Stanton looking for the first out. He ended up striking out Luke Voigt on the outside cut, and it would be Gio Urshela on the final out after Joey Wendell caught a laser down third base, extending the Tampa Bay Rays' quest for who's best in the ALCS as they will face Houston. The Houston Astros, whose bats have been astronomically sound all postseason, taking place Sunday, tomorrow night, around 7.30 Eastern Time. This series will pretty much be determined on how lethal the Rays are on the mound or how punishing the Astros are at the plate. But I'll go ahead and give y'all my weak predictions for the ALCS, NLCS. I'm probably going to be wrong, but here it is. 
I'm going to go with my gut. Tampa Bay versus Houston. Let me just put it to you this way. This Okay, if Houston loses game one, I, I think it's going to be because they're going to have to adjust to Tampa Bay's pitching, but they'll probably win out after that. Um, if they win game one, that might really kill Tampa Bay's mojo. Either way, I'm still going to have Houston out on top. Let's say Houston and five. Houston and five. That's fair. And for the LA Dodgers versus Atlanta Braves, dude, this series is so evenly matched. It's scary. I mean, it's a true toss-up. I, I might give a slight edge to Los Angeles, mainly just how fundamentally sound they've been all postseason, all year, really. But, I mean, Atlanta's been – they've been fundamentally sound, too. And both those teams – haven't lost a game all postseason. Nobody else can say that. And these two are facing... I mean, these guys are powerhouses, y'all. Uh, But really, man, some of those... Like, sometimes it's good to lose. So I don't know how it's going to play out, man. Like like I said, it's a complete toss-up. You know, because sometimes a, a loss in the postseason can humble you, help you dial in, focus, give you a little more insight the rest of the way. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what would I know? I'm. This is all coming from an NAI baseball player for a team that went like three and forty-six. So, like, take it as a grain of salt. Um, I want Atlanta to win this. I feel like they deserve just like anybody else. But the Dodgers, man, Mookie and the Dodgers, they just go so frigging hard. My gut is telling me Los Angeles is going to take it. kind of not you feel that y'all feel that pause man that hesitation I could either way I think it's going to go six or seven but you know what man I live in Georgia now man and I own a Braves hat screw it Atlanta Braves in seven baby I'm calling it needless to say we are in for a treat y'all I'm going to be glued to the television starting tomorrow night I hope you all enjoyed this podcast but guys I'm going to go ahead and sign off And I'll catch y'all on Monday to talk about it, all right? Y'all have a good rest of the weekend. I'll catch you in with y'all later. See ya.